0: All from tyranny for And they thought so we would be America land of the free. I'm Amelia Hamilton and this is the growing Patriot podcast, American History for Kids. If there's one thing I really love, it's Christmas. So this week we're going to talk about how Christmas was celebrated in colonial America. Here's Ella.
1: Ella and I'm six and I'm from Virginia. How did people celebrate Christmas? What kinds of toys did kids get for Christmas? Where would people go on Christmas? What kind of food did people eat for Christmas? Did people play any games for Christmas? What were Christmas decorations and Christmas trees like?
0: Are you ready to learn about colonial Christmas? Me too. an incredible expert this week. I'm going to let him introduce himself.
1: I'm Matt Arthur. I'm the Living History Program Coordinator at Triumph Palace. And that means that I teach people how to do things like uh, cooking other 18th and 19th century skills and trades, jobs from the past. I also uh, write scripts for programs that we do here. And I teach people how to play people from the past.
0: Oh, that sounds like so much fun.
1: It really is. It really is.
0: Good. Well, today you are our Christmas expert. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Um, so to start, Ella's first question was pretty simple. What did colonial Americans do for Christmas?
1: Well, it kind of depends on where you are. Okay. Um, some people, especially um, more in the northern colonies, Christmas is more just kind of a we're going to go to church uh, holiday. Um, and for a lot of the colonists, that's what we're going to do during the daytime. Um, now, Christmas also kicks off a season of parties. And if you know the 12 days of Christmas, mm-hmm. then we've got... Uh, that comes from the fact that there are 12 nights of parties that run from Christmas to right before um, Epiphany, uh, which is January 6th, uh, mm-hmm. which celebrates when the Magi visit the um, baby Jesus. And, uh, that's the biggest party of the year, but Christmas night starts the first day of Christmas and, uh, but the parties aren't for kids. They're for adults. So the kids stay home. Someone's watching them. They're in bed and the the parents are partying.
0: Okay. So Ella's next question was, were there any games or anything that the kids might be playing?
1: There's not a whole lot of specific Christmas games that we've come across except, um, and we know that, that sometimes kids played this even though it's really dangerous and it's not something we should do now. But there there was a game where uh, called Snapdragon. Oh gosh. What um, was that? They would take a bowl of punch and they would throw either almonds or raisins in it, and then set the punch on fire.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> and people would reach their hands in and see how many raisins or almonds they could pull out before they got burned.
0: Well, that sounds like a very interesting game that I'm glad we don't play anymore.
1: Yeah, it, it died out. I'm glad for that.
0: What kind of toys or presents would kids get for Christmas?
1: Christmas isn't really a big gift-giving holiday. You might get a present. We know if you look at like Williamsburg's uh, newspapers mm-hmm. um, and some of the other newspapers that there are some ads for. You know, a toy maker may say I've got some toys for sale or other shops may say we've got presents for sale. Um, And there are this is a time where there are toys for kids. You know, if you go earlier, there's not a whole lot of specific toys that are being made for kids. Sure. Um, But it's not a big gift giving holiday. You're just as likely to get gifts at New Year's and um, either one of those days. If you get a gift, it's probably going to be something small. It could be a little toy, a small doll. Um, they do have toy soldiers, um, those sorts of things. Uh, it could be a top, um, or it could be a couple of coins. It could be fruit. You know, In the middle of winter, it's hard to get fresh fruit. That's having to be shipped over uh, from warmer places, and so that's going to be expensive. That's going to be really special. Yeah. Um, so that could be a really special treat.
0: Huh, it's fun. Um so back to sort of what they did on Christmas. Um would people just spend the day at church? Would they be with their families, friends? What kind of things would where would they go? Would people go anywhere?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, um there's parties like I said okay. um, so we're going to go to church and we'll come back and we know that people were having parties at their house or going to other people's houses for parties, mm-hmm. um, people write about those sorts of things. In fact, there's a um, a really wonderful travel diary that was written by a man named William Atmore. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he's in 1787. Uh, when he writes his journal, so we're a new country as opposed to being the colonies at that point. Mm-hmm. But, um, he's from Pennsylvania and he's visiting, uh, North Carolina and he ends up marrying a girl from New Bern where I live and work. Um, and, uh, so it's nice to, he gives us a vision of what New Bern and some of the other towns around here are like. And he mentions, uh, the fact that he's going as he's traveling around with some of the people he's staying with their friends houses. Um, to have parties, and they're drinking eggnog. We know that's one of the things that they're drinking. Um, we uh, know that there's another person who describes the fact that there's fox hunts and balls and, you know, other parties. And those, like I said before, those parties are just going to get more and more exciting and big and, you know, crazy as we lead up to the Twelfth Night Party.
0: Okay. And you talked about um, in the Northeast, it sounds like maybe things were a little bit quieter and maybe things got a little bit rowdier, maybe a little more fun maybe in the South.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. There's, uh, in fact, a a visitor from the South who goes up North who mentions like, oh, there's nothing going on here. No one's really partying. There's no one really singing a whole lot out in the streets. Um, There's records of people who would just go out and like fire guns in the streets just to kind of celebrate. And he's like, there's no one shooting guns. (laughs) you know, what's going on here? This isn't really happy. Um, And it just comes from the different people who settled the different colonies Mm -hmm. and kind of the religions that they came over with and their ideas of what's what's the right thing to do to celebrate Christmas. Sure. Now,
0: you talked about drinking eggnog. Um, Ella asked, what kinds of foods did people eat for Christmas?
1: Um, Our ancestors like to eat and they like to drink. So, um, William Atmore really liked the eggnog, so I actually have his eggnog recipe. Oh my gosh. Uh, which is nice, uh, because like I said, we cook here at the palace, so we can recreate some of those foods. Mm-hmm. Um, we also know that they're eating things like we do for Christmas, turkey. They like to make pies, um, whether that's an apple pie or mincemeat, which is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a bunch of different types of fruits that are chopped up and preserved. And, um, in the 18th century, it actually has meat in it. Um, today, if you have a minced meat pie, it's not going to, to have that. But, um, back then it's called minced meat because there's minced chopped up pieces of meat in the pie wow. along with apples and, you know, oranges and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we also know that, uh, there's, A special cake that they're going to make during this time period especially for 12th night but it's made kind of all through the season um which is kind of like a big fruit cake and i'm not talking about the the square you know rectangular fruit cakes that keep getting passed around that we kind of (laughs) want stop and not eat for christmas now but it's a thick Rich cake that's got a lot of fruit in it and the um, the icing that's gonna be put on it is kind of like a big marshmallow. Ooh. So it's really nice. You only want a small piece of it. Yeah, but people are getting married during this time, this Christmas season because oh. you know a lot of people are farmers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because there's not a lot to do on the farms, people have time to get married during you know the winter, especially during this time when everyone's coming together as a family. And so marriages are happening. And so this isn't just a Christmas cake or a party cake. It's also a wedding cake. Um, And we know that George and Martha Washington get married around this season, Mm -hmm. near Twelfth Night, and this would have been their wedding cake.
0: Oh, well, that's neat. Okay. Ella's last question was all about decorations. Were there trees? Were there lights? Were there ornaments? Where did you get them? All of those kinds of things.
1: Well, Christmas trees aren't really popular here in the colonies until we're actually in the United States and like the 1840s. Oh, okay. And we're actually copying um, German immigrants that come over in the 1800s, and we're copying Queen Victoria over mm-hmm. in um, the United Kingdom, because she marries Prince Albert, who's from Germany, and the Germans have been having Christmas trees since the 1600s, and um, So Christmas trees, if we have them, are going to be in a few of those German families more up north, and they're going to be really tiny tabletop trees. Oh, okay. Um, but there's not something we're really seeing in the, in the 1700s. Um, and if we are going to decorate for Christmas, it's going to be something that we're going to do like on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. And it's going to go out and into the woods and get some of the evergreens that are growing nearby and bringing those inside, um, and putting them up on the mantle, that sort of thing. Um, it's not big like we usually think about doing and, um, we know that they decorated their churches. Um, uh, there's, I've read a description of right around, you know, a couple of days before Christmas, they, uh, uh pastor describes what he calls the sticking of the church mm-hmm. and What he's talking about is going out and bringing in all of these, uh, evergreen branches and using them to decorate the church with these sticks. So the mm-hmm. sticking of the church.
0: Okay. So that would pretty much if you decorate on Christmas, so that would be for the, for the 12 days probably.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. William Atmore in his journal, um, He describes how the kids in Greenville, North Carolina and the surrounding area get Christmas break from school. And they also do this around Easter and a holiday that we don't celebrate anymore called Whitson Day, which is around um, Pentecost. It's another religious holiday. Mm -hmm. But he says that what happens is that the boys in school, because the girls aren't really going to school quite so much back then, if they're being educated, it's at home. Mm -hmm. Um, The boys wake up early in the morning. They run to the school building and they close all the doors. They throw the furniture in front of the doors and keep the um, schoolmaster out. (laughs) Um, And the schoolmaster shows up and uh, tries to get inside. And the boys all hang out and say, no, we're not letting you in until you agree to give us, you know, so many days off for Christmas. And he's expected to you know, negotiate and say, you know, they may ask for 10 days. And he's like, that's too many. How about three? No, that's too few. How about five? (laughs) They work out between themselves, how many days off that they get for their Christmas break.
0: Oh, that is too funny. I'm sure the kids listening have never done that.
1: No, he's really surprised by it. He talks about the fact that it's an old tradition for, um, for the area. Um, but it's not something that he's heard of coming from Pennsylvania. So it's just a local
0: thing. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.
0: What do you think? Would you have enjoyed a colonial Christmas? I think it sounds pretty great, except for that silly Snapdragon game. That doesn't sound like very much fun at all. But church and celebrating and being with your family and friends, that all sounds absolutely perfect to me. For those of you who celebrate Christmas, what are some of your traditions? You can let me know on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. My handle is at growing Patriots on all three of those. You can also find me and the podcast at growingpatriots.com, where you'll find coloring pages, videos, and other things to go along with every episode. And speaking of episodes, here's a little hint of what's coming up next. Now that we've talked about how all of the colonies came to be and what life was like there, it's time to start talking about how the colonists decided that maybe it was time to start thinking about becoming a free country of their very own. And we're going to get into that when we come back in the new year. But until then, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and I can't wait to see you when the Growing Patriots podcast comes back.
1: Freed us all from tyranny, we for liberty, and they thought so we would be, America,
0: land of earth.